Hello, and welcome to Leather Talk with Mr. Bullet Leather 2020. I'm your host, Brandon. During this time of COVID-19, I've had the pleasure of getting to know new people over social media from across California and even from across the world. Our next guest is coming all the way from San Diego and is someone who I thought has a very unique perspective, coming into the leather scene as young as 18 to 20 years old. He's a Bluff member and has a fetish for motorcycles, shoes, and leather. Get ready for some more Leather Talk. everybody. Uh, my name is Brandon and I'm your Mr. Bullet Leather 2020. And today I have Angel. Um, Angel, would you mind introducing yourself, please? And give us, uh, if you could, your age, your sexual orientation and your um, gender, please. Hi, <laughs> my name is Angel, as Brendan already man- mentioned. Um, I am 20 years old. I am a cis male. And I am G-A-Y like a D-S-I. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And now, I, I, we, we just kind of met over the last few days on uh, yeah on Facebook. Um, are you new to Facebook? You, I think I saw that. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, I've, well, being with my leather social media accounts, this is actually almost two months on Facebook, but I've been on Instagram for... Probably four years, yeah. Okay. So you're like definitely a millennial, like hardcore millennial. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I'm curious, because you're, you're 20. I, I didn't discover leather until I you know, was well into my 20s and was exposed to it at the, at the leather bars. How, would, how did you get exposed to it? So um, how I got exposed to it, it's more like split into two parts okay because when i was probably five six or seven years old i don't know if for the people who are listening are familiar with selena not selena gomez selena quintanilla who passed away in um 1995 her group like her group would wear would wear leather and so um they would all like leather pants like leather vests and it intrigued me but i didn't realize it was a fetish until I was probably like around 14 or 15, I would say. It was when <laughs> when I was discovering myself, when when I found out what like what I found out what sex was, all the terms and stuff. And it like like it wasn't even the first thing I discovered though. I first discovered shoes as a fetish. Okay. And then I discovered, and then I realized leather could also be a fetish too. But I didn't realize how big the leather subculture was until like sixteen years old. I'm I'm really amazed because you're you were so young to like discover all this stuff. I was still figuring out that I was gay at that at that age, and you're already figuring out your fetishes. I think that's really great. How did you discover sex? If I may ask. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well. It was like, you know, like one of those things where it's like, oh, everyone at school talks about, you know, oh, 
And we go smash her, and it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> and then I finally logged into, um, so let's say, like a certain website where I saw porn for the first time. All right. Like I, I don't want to say, it. I don't want to say the name because I don't know if it's trademarked and not, or copyrighted. I don't want to risk right. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all, uh, all of us millennials, uh, especially, uh, you know, on the brink of like. Uh, the the internet we all kind of stumbled across that um, much differently than like Gen Xers did or previous generations where they had to like go out of their way to get a magazine like we were just clicking through and found stuff on the internet yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's really awesome so I'm curious because of the fact that you're so young and and you're not out at the bars or I'm assuming you're not out at the bars uh, how do you mm-hmm. how do you engage with with the leather community or have you engaged with the leather community well. For the first time ever, like my first leather event or leather anything was my city's leather pride, which was San Diego leather pride, which I live in San Diego, California, for everyone who's listening. All right. And when was that? Last year's? or? Yes, that was last year's. All right. Nice. And what did you think? Did it like blow your mind or? Yeah, I was surprised because before I got like started expanding myself into the community, I was like more of a, oh. Let's just go have sex with, with other guys and stuff. <laughs> but but now I realize it's not just about sex, 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 sex. It's more it's more it has a it's a brotherhood and then it's about coming together as a family. That's really amazing that you say that and you're 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 so young to like understand that. And part of me doing this podcast, uh, I'm twenty eight by the way, so it's funny because lots of leather guys, they're like, oh, you're so young. And I'm like, well, I'm almost 30. I'm not that young. But part of me, part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast is to sort of create a bridge between the older and the newer generations. And I think as quote unquote, like youngsters in the in the leather community or in you know the leather scene, like we do want to learn and we do want to become part of it. And Correct. you know, we, we need to hear the stories of older people. But I also think that the older generation needs to hear how we're coming into the scene too, because it's totally different than, yeah. than the way they got into it. Yeah, because recently, like <laughs> funny enough, I saw this on on Facebook. There was an article saying on how why millennials don't go to leather events anymore. I think Brandon, you could you can find it on on my. I, I actually page. found it. And I was watching it right before we got on the computer together. Uh, I'll right. definitely put a link to that. That was really interesting. Right. Yeah. And then sometimes there's the younger generation that that's not even old enough to even go to a bar. They mm-hmm. have to either have they have to meet other guys through dating apps. Yeah, definitely. So your was your first experience like with another leather person sexual, or did you just meet them out on the street, or how did that work? Uh, <sighs> I can remember. <laughs> um. Like I said before, like I've never experienced the leather community in person. It's like mostly it was mostly on social media, mm-hmm. and then there's like certain people who I I look up to. I never saw many people wearing leather out in the street, and if they did, only the handful of people that actually did wear leather. It wasn't actually even in my city. It was more probably either up in LA or probably in like Orange County or, or something like. And then most of the time, if they were wearing like anything of leather, they weren't even into leather at all. Yeah, it's just the, their fashion or their style. Yeah, their fashion. Yeah. 
So what 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 would you say as somebody who's you know coming of age, I guess you could say, uh, to to mm-hmm. the community, or w- what is something that you would like to see change to to be more welcoming to under you know eighteen and over? Well, what I do want to see more happen is that more leather events that are eight to the that are friendly to the eighteen to twenty one age gap. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of because our events most, have alcohol, and, and then you're not allowed in because of that. Yeah. But then I realized, why not just, if they're only 18 20 or through 21, then why not just give them a wristband saying that, oh, this this person with the wristband cannot drink? Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, so what did you, did you have any, like, uh, any sexual experiences, or did you meet anybody over at the, the Leather Pride, or did you just kind of, like, ghost around and see what it was all about? Well, basically at first when I arrived, I just ghosted around like before I even arrived to the event, I messaged someone on Grindr. Okay. See, and then I, I wanted to see if he was going to the pride and he was. Once I went in, it was like, uh, what do I do? Like, do I go <laughs> approach somebody? Yeah. And then I saw him. It was like, it's like, hey, it's me. We talked on Grinder. It's like, oh, hi, and stuff. And then as as the event went on, I started ghosting around, and I started saying hi to people. I made new friends. At the, <laughs> and then when the event was over, I went into the bathrooms, oh, and then shit. we made out. <laughs> oh, that you made out. Okay, I yeah. thought you were gonna say so I got on my knees and drink piss or something. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of you know the, the leather uh you know fetishes and the, the leather pride i'm sure there was like a lot of uh seedy stuff going on i i was scrolling through your facebook and i saw a few flags hanging out of your your pocket there right. could you uh yeah maybe share what some of those were yeah the, those are my hankies i flag navy blue on the left mm-hmm. and then light blue on the left and then orange either on the on the left or on the right. Okay. And so for those people who aren't who aren't in part of the community and they don't know what flagging is, would you mind kind of diving into uh, what those colors mean? Yeah, so um, as far as I know, the, um, there is yellow means pissing mm-hmm. or water sports. If you wear it if you wear it on the left, that means you love to piss on someone. Mm-hmm. Or if you wear it on the right, that means you love to get pissed on. Right. And then for red, you like fisting. So if you wore it on the left, you like to fist. Or if you wore it on the right, then you like to get fisted. So what is your favorite color to be wearing? I would like to wear like all three of them, actually. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you could. I've seen people with a couple flags in their pocket at the same time yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. But if I had to pick one, I would pick the light blue, which is oral sex. Okay. And that's a, you're a giver or a receiver? A receiver, which nice. means that I wear it on the left. Okay. Do you find yourself more dom in, in some most of your sexual situations or just specifically in that <clears throat> kink? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. I do. Right, um, so you, I think you mentioned before that you were interested in... in in flogging and and possibly fisting in the future any other kinks that you want to explore um 
There is one. I'm actually thinking of doing motorsport. I don't know as if like I want to as a top or a sub. That I'm actually I'm still thinking about that. I still haven't tried both. All right. Well, what what made you think of uh, getting into yellow? <laughs> I mean, I just want to try it. Like, like <laughs> I want to see what's the. I just want to see like what's the ambience about. I just want to see if it's for me. Or if it's not for me. But also putting it out there, I am the only limit that I am doing is blood and scat. <laughs> That's a lot of people's limits. So you're not yeah. alone in that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, have you ever pissed on yourself before or like drank your own piss or done anything with your own piss? <laughs> <laughs> One time in first grade, I actually I accidentally pissed myself a lot of times because you're going to laugh at me for this because um, <laughs> I used to have a big phobia of hand dryers, of bathroom hand dryers. Okay. So it's like, so it's like if I would see one in the bathroom, it was like, nope, I'm going to go to another bathroom. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what, like was it about the, what was it about the hand dryer that scared you so much? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I think it was because, I, I always thought it was, they were going to suck me in and I was going to be trapped inside that hand dryer forever. <laughs> and now you want to put your fist in somebody's asshole and get sucked in there. You're yeah. going to be trapped. And now you're really going to be trapped. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it was like, most, like in first grade, it's like it was accidental, but almost a couple of years ago, I don't, I don't recall when exactly. But um, I did piss my pants on purpose, and it actually, surprisingly, felt good. That's hot. Yeah. Was it in public or at home? It was at home. Did you just, like, sit down and get a wild idea, and you're like, huh, I wonder what this would be like? Yeah. I was like, huh, I wonder, (laughs) should I feel ashamed of myself? Should I feel super sexy about it? Or, I don't know. Yeah, I think part of it, because uh, that is my main fetish. I, I am a yellow hanky guy. And uh, the main thing for me was like when I first saw saw that happen, uh, well, first of all, when I was like a kid, I, I got that idea. I was like, oh, I'm supposed to like piss in the toilet. Like what if I got in the shower and like just laid down and pissed on myself, you know? And I tried that one time and I remember feeling like so like, naughty like I was like oh my god I just did something like totally dirty (laughs) yeah and there is like that kind of a shame but like you're still getting off on the fact that it's like not not really like the cleanest thing to do like I don't know like it's it's a taboo kind of thing yeah like you you know how the after effect about it there's this period where you want to stay like that and you just want to feel it and just bask it in yeah and then all of a sudden, you're just like, "Oh my god, I feel gross. Let me let me take a shower." Like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 on my bucket list to go to Wet and Hot. Have you heard of Wet and Hot? Yeah, it's in Palm Springs. As a matter of fact, okay. So for some of you who went to San Diego Pride, I was in the motorcycle contingent, and I was with my friend. Who immediately after the parade, he immediately left for um, Palm Springs to go to go to Wet and Hot. Fuck yeah. I did go to um I did check out their website and actually it looks kinda kinda nice. Well let's go. <laughs> like I said, we'll take each other on this journey. <laughs> yeah. 
And um, I don't know if we have sneaker fans on there, but I also have a fetish for, for sneakers. So, Skater Boy, if you're listening, give me free, sco- free socks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you will find. I'm sure a lot of people are into a lot of different things, and you're yeah. going to meet lots of people. But yeah, that's that's really hot that you're you're so open to trying these new things. I, I my advice as a yellow hanky veteran, I guess you could call it, uh, uh-huh. is to start with start with yourself. Start experimenting, you know, because you have a dick and you have piss. Like, yeah, piss on yourself a little bit. Maybe, um, you know, piss in your mouth. I remember the first time I, I did that to myself. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I just fucking did that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, I did try. I did taste my own pee one time. Um, like from I a did, cup, or like you shot it up? Like I shot it up. Um, nice. I well, <laughs> maybe I shot it up too far because <laughs> did you hit your eye? <laughs> I hit my eye, and it burned. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, if it's very like potent with different things. It- Drink lots of water before you start playing because yeah. uh, it, it won't burn if you do that. Yeah. Oh, wait. And which, by the way, I should want to mention, though, like, I'm still looking to see if I, if I can be trained within the B, with bondage and BDSM. All right. Nice. So if we have any leather daddies or masters out there listening, uh, they can hit you up, maybe? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So- I'm right here. Hi. <laughs> What's your, uh, you have a recon, yeah? Yes, I have a recon. What's your recon name? All right. My recon name is Young Leather Lover altogether with two R's at the end. Okay. Young Leather Lover with two R's at the end. Awesome. All and right. then I'm also a bluff member. I am member 3954. Number 3954. And what is bluff? Bluff is the. Is the breeches, leather, and uniform fan club? It basically is if um, it's like more of a like an organization where it gets more formal, you know, with your leather shirt, with Sam Brown belt, your pants or breeches, and then your your tall boots. Okay, so does is that does that get you? Uh excited being in the full formal leather or do you have like a single piece of leather that you'd rather wear or um yeah i mean the uniform also get, does get me going and um sometimes gloves also get me going oh, i love and gloves then, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then sometimes um even pants would, would get me going basically or even sniffing boots would also get me going so is it like a physical sensation or does it just bring you back to kind of an experience you had with it first or w- what is it that gets you hard about it? Hmm, like it like how it represents like well first for the sniffing boots like the smell like the manly smell of like oof. <laughs> <laughs> and then like and then with leather it's like it it's like physically like there, it it, fixes, it physically gets me going. Yeah. So like the feeling and the smell or the yeah. sound. Do you, did you, does your leather make sound. sound when you walk around? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in it right now. So oh, nice. let me move the microphone and see if, see if, it, I don't know if y'all can hear it. <laughs> can so, you hear it? 
I think we can a little bit, yeah. <laughs> so do you have you been walking around the house in leather this whole time with the COVID-19 quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> well, like there, there's nothing else to do. I mean, except like I mean, do the stuff around the house and leather. That's like, why not? <laughs> right, exactly. No, I was doing that the other yeah. day. I just got in my pants and boots and walking around, and I just kind of felt dumb. <laughs> but at the same time, mm-hmm. I was like, this is the only chance I have to wear it right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as my as my dear friend Charlie Abelier, who is known for for starting the Gear Three Hundred and Sixty Five movement, may he rest in peace. He would he basically would say, just wear your gear just for the fuck of it. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, like his motto and like his whole, like his platform, like that's what got me going. That's what made me go into the to the leather community, like expanded myself into the community. Yeah, it's like the message of like leather is is in you, like yeah, twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five yeah. days out of the year. 366 if you're counting the leap year. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> next year will have to be, or is it, is this year the leap year or is it next year? Wait, let me count. <laughs> because all I know is that 2000 was a leap year. So oh, uh, okay, okay. Every four years, so. <laughs> 365 or 366. Well, speaking of, you know, all of the, how much leather do you have? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have eight jackets. I have eight jackets. Yep, I do. Uh, how okay? How did you afford all of this? <laughs> well, it's like, I mean, most of them are like the faux leather, and then okay. the other ones like polyurethane type of stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah. And then I got four gloves. I got three pants, two shirts, including one I'm wearing right now. Nice. And then I got chaps. And then I have a tie too. Okay. For like formal to be formal. A black tie? And then yeah, black tie. <laughs> nice. And then I have four pairs of boots. Two of them are tactical. One of them is cowboy boots and one which I'm currently wearing right now is the tall boots. Nice. Do you remember your first piece of leather? Yeah, it was uh it was a jacket that I got for christmas and right. it was like oh my god i like i felt so empowered by it it's like <laughs> and then i would um with every chance i get i would i would jack off in it <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> yeah that's hot <laughs> yeah so would you like wear anything else like just the jacket or would you like be in full fully clothed and then just like, be jerking off in it I mean, it would depend in my in my mood. Sometimes I would I would want to wear I would go all all out in my bluff gear. Sometimes I would just wear my pants, or sometimes I don't even wear leather leather at all. And I I just I just grab it and just start feeling it. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> how long have you been quarantined? Did you quarantine yourself like unofficially before they California officially like uh, shut everything down, or did you kind of just? Well, technically, I did. So it's been how long has it been since California? Sunday, I think. Sunday, like last, like last week, I think. Yeah, I Sunday, know. twelve midnight. Yeah, last week. Yeah. Well, I wasn't. I mean, currently, I am in quarantine, but um, 
I think I was in quarantine one day before um I think it was either one or two days before before the governor of California declared a state of emergency and the shelter in place. Yeah. So how how have you been like uh staying kinky and sexual? I mean, I I feel like I've been going crazy being stuck in the house, not having anybody to play with. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. It's like <laughs> uh, it's like it's like, uh, do I go out? Like, what if I get caught? Or like, what if the person is sick and I get yeah. and I get infected with the virus? Like, uh. so are you spending a lot of time on the internet? Mm, yeah. Yeah. And then also, <laughs> and then I also go to I go to school too. I'm currently studying at a community college, and so like I have to do my online classes. Oh, so you're pretty busy. So what, what we know you you're, you're kinky. Uh, have you lived all of these kinks out, or are you just kind of living vicariously right now? Or I mean, so far the only kink that I have is licking. Although I've never, I've never explored through the other kinks. What are some of them that you might be interested in? Have you thought about it? I mean, I would be interested in blogging someone or maybe even spanking someone. And then the future, I'll consider fisting someone. Okay. What, what gets you excited about possibly doing that in the future? I mean, with fisting, it's like, it's like you're giving your sub pleasure. You're pleasuring your sub. Mm-hmm. Like first, you got to open that hole with the dick. Open it a little more with your fingers. And it eventually just started with your with your entire hand and quite possibly <laughs> you can call your full arm in it. <laughs> it sounds like you uh, have seen this a couple times, possibly on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, I mean, if you come to LA, I know there's plenty of red hanky guys that would uh, really want to teach you <laughs> and they'll suck yeah. you right in. Literally, they'll suck yeah. you right in. Your, yeah. whole, your whole hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was also considering going to LA Leather Pride right after this year's San Diego Leather Pride. But of course, thanks to COBD19, that all got postponed. Did they post? Did they cancel San Diego Pride? Uh, it got postponed. So it got postponed. Okay. Yeah. So it is unknown if it's going to get held in the summer or if it's just going to, or if it's canceled all right and we're just gonna go away into 2021 all right so when do you turn 21 are you are you looking forward to maybe getting out there more yeah i, I actually look forward to actually going forward within myself nice. like into the community well when's your birthday so we can all celebrate <laughs> <laughs> my birthday's on october 18th october 18th not too far away yep. well come to los angeles are, I'm not aware really of the San Diego leather uh, scene. Are there any like gay leather bars there? Um, we only have one, and it's of course the Eagle. Ah. We have the Eagle. It's right here. Now that I, I remember, now I, I did actually stop by there one time. Um, yeah. Not that you say that. And ha- have you ever been to? Have you ever been able to go in there, or they they won't let you? Yeah, they won't. They won't let me in. I've been ah. outside though. Okay. Yeah, I know. There's. I've heard stories of some bar owners, you know, being a little bit more lenient with letting people in and just making sure that they're not drinking and stuff. So I was just curious, yeah. maybe. 
Yeah, as a matter of fact, all of the gay bars here in San Diego, they're all 21 plus. Yeah, I mean, in in um, in LA, the only thing that I can think of that's 18 and, and over mm-hmm. is the Tiger Heat. Have you heard of that? Um, it's like an it's like an event in West Hollywood. I've never been to it, uh, but I remember being underage and people are like, "Oh, Tiger Heat! It's going to be so much fun." I've actually never heard of it. I mean, so far the only bars I've heard was the two Eagle bars. There's Eagle near um, Silver Lake, and then there's Eagle Five Sixty Two in Long Beach, and then there's the Bullet, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, and then um, there's the Barracks. Yeah, bar- well, Barracks is in Palm Springs. Ah, okay. There's a there's actually Fault Line in Silver Lake. Fault Line, that's well. what it's called. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, really cool bar as well. And there's another bar in downtown uh, Precinct. And actually, the current Mr. Los Angeles leather mm-hmm. is from the Precinct title. But yeah, I'd be excited to show you around if you want to come out here in October, assuming that this whole COVID-19 thing is over. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully you'll get to come down here to San Diego and and hopefully you get to see our quote-unquote postponed leather pride or maybe come to the 2021 edition. Yeah, absolutely. I I love San Diego, and now I have more reasons to go. (laughs) Yeah, and then hopefully I'll probably go to Palm Springs as well. It's in the same month as my birthday. Nice. So hopefully I get to go. I did go to Palm Springs in October, but I only went for the contest. All right. So I want to know more about your your like sexual fantasies and what you're into. You you mentioned Palm going to Palm Springs. Are you are you into daddies or what is like your your go to thing? I do have like I do have like one fantasy scene for me. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean I do have two though, but now like the the one I'm about to mention right now it's about to be like oh I like wanted more. I want it to happen. I want it to happen. I want it to happen one day. Well tell me <laughs> what is it? <laughs> All right. So, so I'm in a dark alley outside of a leather bar. It could be anywhere. It's late mm-hmm. at night. I'm smoking a cigarette, and then a biker comes and parks his his bike, and then we're just looking at at each other for for a little bit. He comes up to me, and then we start making out, and like I'll do all the hot stuff. What are, what's all the hot stuff? Give me some details. Grabbing the bulge, <laughs> rubbing, our, okay. rubbing our asses, and with all the creak, with all the leather creaking, and mm. then he gives me a helmet, and then we go to his place, and then we just go at it. We go at it. I'm the top. He's the bottom. He sucks my dick. We make out. All the good stuff. Nice. And do you sleep over? Or are you leaving right after? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even thought about that, about the ending, though. It's like, for me, it's like once I just keep going and I don't know, I haven't, I think it kind of ends there, you know? (laughs) Yeah, once you come, the the fantasy's over. You haven't thought that far yet. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't thought like, oh, am I sleeping over? So are you into guys that are, that were older than you or your age or a little younger? Hmm. Sometimes I'm into guys who are, are like around my age. Sometimes I'm into a little bit older. I don't discriminate with ages. Okay. Well, have you had a a, a boyfriend before? <laughs> no. What's funny though? <laughs> no. What's funny though is that I had a girlfriend and I never had sex before, but then I never had a boyfriend, but then I had sex. You've with had sex. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, that's awesome. Now, do you guys have a bathhouse over there yeah. in San Diego? Actually, yeah, we actually do. It's actually called the Club San Diego. I've actually been to it. It's really good. I went. Yeah, there. I was gonna say like that's one thing you can definitely do, right? Yeah, that's one thing I could definitely do. Um, and recently, um, like almost like six months or almost or a year ago, I I, I would say, um, there was a fire on because the the club. I mean the the bathhouse is is two stories, right? And then there okay. was a there was a fire on the on the upper level. So um, it had to be closed for renovations. And then I went recently and it looks good. It looks super good. They have the lockers, the, um, what they did before is like they give you a key and then you open it with the key and then you need to have like the wristband with the, with the key hanging. It's like, uh, yeah, that's pretty typical. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a little uncomfortable with the fact like, you're going at it, it's like going like clink, 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 clink. So what do they do now? Is it the same or they changed it? Actually, they changed it. They um they introduced these rubber wristbands and they like there's like a RFID chip when you tap on it and it opens. Okay, that seems a lot more convenient. Yeah, I I whenever I go, I always take off my wristband and like hang it up somewhere in the guy's room that I'm like messing around with because I'm yeah, you're right, it's like clinging around. It's yeah. really annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then there's also like they renovated the flooring. They also added clocks, which is pretty good because the the times that I went before the fire, it's like I would lose track of time. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes you only have like one or two like, hours, and you you have to keep going back to your locker to figure out what time it is. Yeah, yeah, I've never been there. Um, actually, I I didn't go there because one of my friends that lives over there was like, ah, oh, it's kind of run down. And I was like, all right, well, I guess, you know, I don't need to go. Yeah. Um, but now you're telling me it's renovated. So now I want to yeah. check it out. Yeah. It's pretty good though. And then also, they're also more interactive on social media there. They, they follow me on, on Instagram and I like the page on Facebook. They, they kind of do like little, like mini events once every night. Like they do a, a gamer night they sometimes do a movie night and then they also do like a college night where all the all the college students that are age 18 to 25 they get half off okay so it's pretty it's a pretty good deal <laughs> sounds like you go there a lot <laughs> <laughs> i mean i only went there i mean twice after re- the renovation but then before the renovation i think i went there five or six times and do you have any memorable experiences from there <laughs> um, what, what i'm trying to ask is how dirty have you gotten over there at the bathhouse <laughs> i mean how di- i mean the only memorable thing is like there was like a time where i was like desperately looking for motorcycle riders because i needed a like i don't know why it's like my body i don't know if it was me or if it was my body that that was like that was saying to me it's like you have to be on the damn bike and go on a ride <laughs> so it's like i was like literally just scrambling scrambling around and just looking for bikers like to see if anybody would have would ride a motorcycle <laughs> it sounds like you're into bikes like <laughs> yeah. been, that that's part of your fantasy too yeah do I you mean, ride a motorcycle unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately i do not but as you see on my facebook profile i have a helmet but that's included uh-huh. for for bikers that don't have extra helmets. That way, I oh, okay. 
Nice. Have Have you been on the back of a bike before? Bunch of times. I've been I've been on a BM like one of those BMW one of those bikes that sounds like a car, but it's like BMW. Okay. <laughs> So what what is it about the the bike thing? Is it is it the guy that, that that's riding the bike, or like what is it about it that like attracts you? <laughs> I have no idea. It's like <laughs> it probably it's the guy that that gets me go like the guy that gets me going. And when he rev when he puts the throttle and he revs the bike, it it, it makes him feel manly. It's like oh god, <laughs> <laughs> you really are gay. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and then I finally rode a real bike. I finally rode uh, a Harley Fat Boy, and then I rode a, a Honda CBR 600. Now that's a that's a sports bike. Like that's what, those are the type of bikes where you would wear Daynacy's suits or like Alpine Stars, like those bike suits. And then I rode a Ninja. What's funny about that is that the guy was straight, but he was like, like he gave me a ride home from. From schools. That's wow. kind of sexy. Yeah, that's kind of sexy. But I didn't tell him I was gay. And like, how close do you? I've never been on the back of a bike actually. Like, does your dick touch his ass while you're riding? Whew. I mean, you are hard nonstop. Like, literally, huh. when you're on the back, it would also depend on the bike. When you're on, let's say, on a cruiser, like one, like a Harley or something, your thighs is wrapped, like almost wrapped around his ass. Literally, your your dick is touching his ass. But then with sports bikes, like with the Ninjas, the CBRs, those types, it's not as wrapped, but your dick is still touching his ass. Damn, I want to ride on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really hot. <laughs> well, I've heard there's like a lot of bikers up in LA, so why not? Yeah, we we have some some biker organizations too. Yeah. I need to I need to research and get more into that too. Um, I I've only I mean I guess it's a it's been a few years now. It's been two and a half three years that I've been in like the leather scene. Um, I kind of been taking my time. Yeah. Um, how how long would you say that you've been sort of integrating yourself into the leather world? Um, within like going to events and stuff. Yeah, and really like showing up to things. Mm, I would say like a year. Like okay, almost a year. Because as I mentioned before, it's to the time was oh like I just wanted to show up my love for leather and so I want to go. I want to go have sex with other guys and. So wait, do you live alone? Mm, no, I actually still <laughs> I actually still live at home with with my parents. So okay, hold up. So you're like walking around in leather, talking about sex with me right now on the phone, and your mom and dad is in the house with you. <laughs> yep, but they're asleep. So, so they're, but it's all good. So how does that work? do? Do they know like you're like a kinky homosexual, or how? Like what? What's the dynamic there? Well, let. I would have to explain this story to you. They know I'm gay, but I we don't like to touch that term because I'm I'm Latino. I, I my both of my parents are from Mexico, so if I do talk about my sexuality, it's a little bit of a taboo, and it, and it's even a bigger taboo when if when I'm kinky. So my mom only knows about the whole kinky, but with the same thing with with talking about my sexuality, we don't like we don't, we I try to avoid that subject. So did you have to come out or did did you just kind of you know be you and not talk about it then? Um I didn't feel like I came out 
properly <clears throat> until like uh, I would say four months ago or well, what did that look like? Did you guys have a conversation? What hap- what had happened was is that <laughs> when I first came out, I first came out as bisexual. And then this, this was like two months after I broke up with my girlfriend. Wait, so was this to like kind of lessen the blow that you're gay or do you actually consider yourself to be bisexual? Well, I didn't even know if I was gay or bisexual. And then like with the time came, it's like, with almost two years later, I wasn't even comfortable using the word gay yet. So I like identified myself as unstraight. Okay, like like queer. Yeah. Well, well, not we're not even queer though, or not even like you were just like not committed to it to yeah. a label or anything. Yeah. Okay. Up until six months ago, I accepted the label as gay, and so I was like, why not? Wait, so would you still have sex with girls? I mean, oh, I guess you haven't had sex with girls. But would you have sex with a girl? Mm, I could. I mean, there was. <laughs> you don't seem that thrilled about the idea. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Like, honestly, it's like I have too much respect for women. It's like I don't, I don't even think about going sexually with them. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting you said that, uh, you know, you have too much respect for women. That's kind of how I justified being gay for yeah. the longest time. I'm like, I, I remember being a kid and there was like a scene where there was like one scene, there was like naked girls. And the next thing there was like some naked guys in my family. My parents were like, oh, like, it's okay for you to see other guys naked because you're a guy. But like, close uh-huh. your eyes when, you know, I was a kid. Close your eyes when there's naked girls because you're not supposed to see naked girls. So, like, get online and, like, see gay porn. And I'm like, well, that's okay because they're okay. guys too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not being disrespectful. Yeah. And then when when I officially came out, I came home one day and um, I had a hickey on my neck. <laughs> um, I was like, huh, okay, maybe I should use the opportunity to, like, come out come out say it was with a girl and say i didn't like it and so Mm -hmm. when they did when they saw it i told them i did it i did it with a girl at school and honestly i didn't like it and what did they say they weren't mad or disappointed but they weren't thrilled so i'm I'm guessing you haven't brought guys home before Mm mm-hmm yeah, because that's your parents' house. You kind of yeah. want to be careful with that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're going through like you're you're going through like your prime journey right now, of like discovering yourself and coming out and experiencing all these things and and exploring ideas of, of things that you want to do. That's really that's really amazing that you're you're going through all of that at such such a young age. Like I, you know, like I said, some, some people think that you know. I was pretty young getting into leather, but I think you're really young getting yeah. into leather and um, and kink and just exploring yourself. And it's hard to come out in a Latino culture. Yeah. Were you guys Catholic or? Yeah, Catholic. Yeah, I yeah, mean, me too. It's it currently is a taboo. It's like not only is not only in Mexico, it's like in all of the other countries because they're more conservative. And mm-hmm. then it's like I mean, the LGBT community is is good over there, but it's it's still more of a taboo i mean yeah. it's not it's not as severe like in other places like in let's say russia or even like in the middle eastern countries where literally being you could even like you can even get arrested or worse yeah. you can even get killed for even 
being gay. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And it's, you know, um, I've been guilty of thinking of this too, but I, I, I have had, um, you know, friends who've been like, well, it's like it's 2019 or not, it's 2020. It's 2020 now. Like, what's the big deal about coming out? Like, why are the people that are still down low? Well, I mean, like, you don't know, you know, their stories. And like, yeah, it is 2019. We're living in California. Like, you live, well, I guess San Diego is pretty conservative, but, you know, you live in a bigger city and like, mm-hmm. uh, on the outside, it looks like, yeah, it's so much easier to come out, but like Mm -hmm. everybody's story is different. And coming from Latino Catholic family, like I can totally understand the the weight of that. Yeah. And what also surprised me is that even in Mexico, there's a big leather community. It was like, wow. And then there's also a leather community in um, Argentina. There's even a leather community in Chile. There's even a leather community in Brazil in which that surprised me the most because I have Brazilian friends that I talk to on Instagram where the leader of, of Brazil, they're anti-LGBT. I don't know if, if they're going to outlaw do, like being LGBT at any time or, or is it still going to stay the same? I mean, it, people are going to be gay because they're gay. Like no law is going to change that. And I think you describing the the fact that there's like, you know, leather in all of these countries, Mm -hmm. um, like is really a testament to how something you said at the beginning, you said leather is more than just about kink and sex, 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 sex. It's a brotherhood. It's a community. It's a, it really is a family. And if you think about it in the sense, like we're everywhere, we're all over the world. And like, there is something to that, you know, like we, we are bigger than just, you know, the few of us in the vicinity of where we are right now, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that number will keep on growing and growing and growing for the years to come. Yeah. And I, I hope we keep getting people, um, you know, as young as yourself being interested in, in coming into it. And that that's why this, you know, podcast for me, it was so important because like, you know, me being one of the younger generations, I guess, um, Mm -hmm. coming into it, like, I want to make sure that, that the culture never dies out, but that we keep growing, like you said. And also it's like, like that, I'm actually so contributed, contributing, like, I'm so dedicated for the younger generation to get involved with our community that um, I'm actually going to be, I'm actually planning on running for for Mr. San Diego Leather. You might be the youngest person. I'll have to look that up, but you might yeah. be the youngest person to ever run. Um, that that would be amazing Yeah, uh, for, for you to do that. Go for it. Yeah. You definitely should. Yeah, as a matter of fact, though, the, um, my friend who is who was Mr. San Diego Leather in 2018, um, we were at, I was at a discussion meeting with him about leather mm-hmm. and how it, it defines us. Um, and he has mentioned to everybody how I was a baby to the San Diego leather community. And um, while I do find that awesome and it's pretty cool that I am the youngest in the community, it's also kind of sad because um, nobody is younger than me that's into leather. And I'm only 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It, and you do, are, are you saying that you feel kind of alone in that? Yeah, kind of. I know there's other young leather men out in in the community that's involved with events, but most of them are either 
in like Europe and Australia or like in other countries. Yeah, and it's a whole other whole other like culture behind that and roles and um yeah, it's it's just a different environment um to navigate over there. But yeah, I I, I totally hear you and what I mean, I, I'm going to be totally there to root you on if you decide to compete. And whether or not you win, I think you'll continue to be a role model for the younger generation and helping to, yeah. I mean, you have this lens, this perspective of being under 21 and wanting to come into the community and finding kind of some barriers holding you back from jump, just jumping full in. I mean, what are some things that you think that you could change? Like, let's say you win the title, right? And you're 21. You now have a platform to to do something with. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you would want to see happen in San Diego specifically? Well, hopefully, I can create workshops that's inviting to the younger generation. Most of the workshops that I've seen, there's like flogging workshops, and then there's um, bonding workshops. But most of them are held in bars. So if I do win a title, I'm actually thinking of making workshops and like do we have a we have a sec we have a sex shop called Pleasure Pleasure <laughs> I can't say it. Pleasure it Pleasure Chest? No, it's called Pleasures and Treasures. They're like the mini sponsors of the San Diego Leather Pride contest and the entire events. They have their own workshop space. I would hold workshops over there at that at that workshop space. What I'm also thinking too is maybe there could be like a little, like an invasion of Hillcrest where we walk the streets of Hillcrest in leather, no matter what age you are. That's really cool. What what, what do you think you could call that? Uh, it sounds like an extension of 365 is what you're kind of describing. Yeah, but, but Gear 365 is basically, well, I don't know. I currently don't have a working title. But um, <laughs> we'll think about it because I'll be thinking too. I'll help you. <laughs> but that's a great idea just to have visibility. Yeah, I think I would call it Gear 365 NG. And what would that stand for? Well, Gear 60, Gear 365 Next Gen. Mm, next Gen. I, you could probably start a whole start a whole uh, organization, you know, LNG Leather Next Gen or something, and, and to help kind of catalyze that movement yeah that could work i'm just giving you some ideas (laughs) (laughs) i mean we do have other organizations too like we have the san diego boys of leather we have Mm -hmm. fetishman san diego we also have club x which i'm a member of it's more diverse with any sexual orientation any gender any fetishes and or any kinks okay so it's more broad than i see um, so it sounds like you have like a lot of things that you're looking forward to. Are there any like specific experiences that you hope to have on the, coming on to being 21 in October? Like if you had a bucket list to cross out by the end of this year when you turn 21, what would that look like? Hopefully um, I can make more friends, meet my online friends in person. Like I can hopefully meet you in person. For sure. Yeah, and just carry on the legacy that that Charlie has started. I think you used an important word there, a legacy, to being a part of the leather community. Like you definitely, I mean, once you understand that it's more than about sex, which it looks like you have a legacy, like 
we're a part of a legacy yeah. just being in leather just being here yeah just recently um i think it was a year or two years ago and remember san francisco has their own leather district and it's like surrounding where the mr s leather store is have you been to mr s before um <laughs> i have not i mean that i only have gone we only, should go yeah <laughs> i've only gone <laughs> it is to, awesome I've only gone to San Francisco twice. You haven't had a chance to really go explore. Yeah. Then. Yeah. I I feel the same way with New York. I I really want to go to experience New York. I've been there five times, but uh, I was there for, for different reasons that I just, I couldn't really explore it the way I wanted to. So I I also want to know what are some things that you hope to learn getting into the, the community even more? Well, Hopefully, I can learn to um, fist. (laughs) But within the community, though, hopefully, I can be more interactive. Like, we could be more on social media because I've heard some organizations where they have an Instagram page, but they only have five posts, but their last post was, like, back in 2000. Yeah, it sounds like you're going to be the person to help bring visibility to the community in your own way. Um, Because a lot of these guys, and they're not a millennial. So like navigating an Instagram or Facebook, uh, like by the time like they catch on to it, it's like five years later. And uh, now we have like new apps. Yeah. And um, I do have a couple of short-term and long-term goals. And what are those? Well, my short-term goals is to go to Folsom, first to go to LA Leather Pride, and then to San Francisco Leather Pride, Up Your Alley or Door Alley. And then for my long-term goals, going to IML, MAL, Darklands, and hopefully in the future I'll go to Folsom Berlin. Yeah, you have a lot of the same goals. Uh, we might be uh, tag-along buddies through that journey. Because yeah. we're, we're kind of in the same spot there. The, I have some of those same goals. I've never been to – well, no, I did kind of go to – I went to Off Sunset, which is a part of Los Angeles Leather Pride. <clears throat> but I've not, not been to Folsom. I've not been to IML or Darklands or any of those just because of the nature of my work is so last last minute. As a performer, I just I get gigs last minute, and what I planned just won't turn out that way. But um, yeah, I'm really excited to get to meet you in person, and I'm really excited that you're going to be jumping into the community headfirst coming this October. So everybody, watch out! Mister Angel is coming to town this October. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, since quarantine, you've started a a porn channel. Who, me? <laughs> Little old you, yeah. <laughs> is that right? Did I do that? <laughs> so what? what is yeah. the channel called and what kind of videos are you putting out? The channel is <clears throat> the channel is literally called Young Leather Lover. So far, I've only posted one video. But um, with this whole quarantine, I think I'll be posting more. All right. And what are, what are some of the things that we can hope to see in the near future? You can see me coming on stuff. You can see me coming on shirts. You can see me coming on jackets. You can see me coming on anything or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Because of quarantine, I can't fuck anybody. That's that's true. That's true. Um, It is a struggle. (laughs) So, where where can we find this? What what is the the website? It is on Xtube. Xtube. 
as Young Leather Lover. Okay, awesome. And then we can find you on Instagram as? Young.leather.lover. Okay. And Facebook? My name is Angel Leather Lover. Angel Leather Lover. Okay, Leather Lover, I see, is a theme. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Oh, and your recon? It's Young Leather Lover. <laughs> Seriously, I use the same thing for everything. You know, that's branding. I, I love it. It's my branding, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Young Leather Lover with two R's at the end. Young Leather Lover with two R's at the end. Wonderful. All right, Young Leather Lover, thank you for coming on the show and uh, hope to see you soon at the uh, Leather Talk party. <laughs> thank you for having me. Before we go, I'd like to do a quick shout out to the LA Leather COVID 19 Assist. If you or someone you know is in need of any assistance, picking up groceries, handling any necessary tasks during this time of COVID, please reach out. Additionally, if you are in need of any supplies, please check out the LALC and Boulevard Pantry. I will have links in the description below. As always, you can find me on Facebook as Brandon Bullet, Instagram and Patreon as Leather Talk Mr. Bullet, and take some time to rate and subscribe. It really helps promote the visibility of this podcast, and I would truly appreciate it. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay kinky. Okay.